Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The Westwood One Podcast Network presents The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. All of us want to live long, happy, and productive lives. But in America today, the very rich live, on average, 15 years longer than the poorest Americans. In other words, the issue of unfettered capitalism is not just an academic debate. Poverty, economic distress, and despair are life-threatening issues for millions of working people in this country. While the rich get uh, richer... Shut shut them all. I would arrest them. You know, I believe in free speech, but but when you stir up people to attack people in the streets, as this piece of garbage just did... Do you have any idea what this demagogue Bernie Sanders is about? Do you think he's just a kindly old man who cares about poor? Do you understand what he just said? He is telling the masses of ignoramuses out there to go out and kill the rich. He is telling them to go out and attack them where they find them. To throw food in their face. To burglarize their homes. To vandalize their cars. But you know, Bernie, not only are you a demagogue and dangerous and you should be deported from America just as Emma Goldman was. Oh, yes, you should be deported for sedition for what you are doing in this country. But you're a liar on top of it all, as are all demagogues. You see, Bernie, I know that Fidel Castro, one of your heroes, outlived the Cuban peasants. Didn't he, you evil demagogue? Didn't he? Fidel Castro in your Socialist Republic of Cuba outlived the peasant. And what about your former KGB elite friends? Didn't they outlive the Soviet peasants? You evil hate monger you. Do you understand how dangerous this man is? 
It's not that he is going to sway anyone with an IQ or anyone with a knowledge of history. It is that he is swaying hundreds of thousands, if not millions of moronic millennials who are sleeping in their parents' basement, but they have the power to vote. In fact, one of them he created, he created this creature called Occasional Cortex. She used to work for him. She espouses the same hatred for those better than herself. And yet he's up there now saying that capitalism kills. Again, I will repeat, what is he actually saying? That the rich are stealing their longevity from the poor and therefore they should be killed, vandalized, beaten up in the streets. That's what he's saying. That's called class warfare. It's very dangerous to unleash a man of this nature onto an electorate. You may say people are smart enough to see it. I don't know if they're smart enough to see how evil this man actually is, who is, by the way, a rich man himself by any estimate, through his hatred and through the publication of his evil books, just as Hitler sold Mein Kampf to the masses, Bernie Sanders has sold his books to the unwashed ignoramuses out there, again, by attacking the rich. He is the most evil and dangerous man in American political history by far. You say, well, what are you worried about? It's Biden we should worry about. Well, let's talk about Biden for a minute, because my main question of the day is this. Can Biden beat Trump? Uh, we know that the often Democrat Quinnipiac poll shows all Democrats beating Trump, which indicates that it's a false poll. But but the big but is, is there a chance that Biden could beat Trump as these Democrat uh, polls are indicating? Now, a Quinnipiac, I wish they changed the name to something else like the main poll. No one can pronounce the name of this poll, Quinnipiac. Why did they stick with a, a, a brand no one could read? Anyway, a Quinnipiac poll comes out saying Trump is trailing Biden and other Dem candidates for the elections. Another one says Trump's down double digits to uh, Biden. Now, they were wrong in the 2016 election, both leading up to it, etc., but there is no question in my mind that the dynamics of this country have changed. They've changed dramatically since 2016 when Trump was fighting, when he was energetic, and he was laying out my agenda that we all supported. An agenda that he continually pushed on these airwaves was laid out in the many books that I had written prior to him running. So given that, let's say these polls are biased towards the Democrats. Do you still have an inkling, a little fear that Trump could be alienating the great middle, never mind his base. His base is not going away. I am talking about the middle. I am talking about the undecided. I am not talking about the base. I am not talking about Republican diehards. I am talking about the vast middle undecided. Perhaps some of them are having second th- doubts, second thoughts. Let's put it that way. The tweets that Trump makes do not have the same effect they once had. Many are unnecessary. and He uses them for petty things with no relationship to helping the American people. It's all about his ego. Number two, Trump's brash, abrasive personality, which was attractive initially because we were looking for a fighter, has kind of worn out and is quite thin. Yes, his base supports him because he still fights. But is he fighting for them or is he fighting for his own narcissistic, egoistic reasons? We know Trump is solid with Republicans. We know he's solid with the beached whale and those who work for his brother's uh, literary his brother's agency that's fine we know the beached whale and all those who kick up money to the cartel the beach whale cartel will always be for him three hours a day 
of licking the boots. Shoe polish on all the tongues. But the fact of the matter is, my audience is quite different than the shoe polish crowd. You are different. You are more of a thinking crowd. And the fact of the matter is, I don't know that our agenda has been advanced that much. I had an argument last night with a woman who voted for Trump. She has been a lifetime conservative. Voted for Trump. Lifetime conservative. And here's what she said, and we argued. She said, I may vote for Biden just to get rid of Trump. I can't stand them anymore. I swear to God, that's what I was told. Now, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you this. It's a person I know is very intelligent. And I'm asking, why is she saying that? She said, I was happy when he was out of the country because I didn't have to listen to him anymore. She's tired of hearing his bellicose speeches. She's tired of his pettiness. She's tired of his tweets. She's tired of everything being about him. She can't take it anymore. She, a woman, a lifetime Republican, grew up a Republican, Republican family, voted for Trump, telling me that. So I had an argument with her. And she said, tell me, what have the Republicans done for you recently? Tell me. She said, he is a Republican, isn't he? I said, yes. She said, tell me what a Republican has done for you going back to George Bush. You know, I couldn't think of one thing they've done. The borders are still broken wide open. What have they actually done? Then I'll hear about the judges. Oh, really? Oh, the judges? You mean like the judges we fought for who turned out to vote liberal? You mean like Kavanaugh? Like Roberts, all the ones we thought were going to vote straight Republican or straight conservative, rather, winding up voting with the Dems. Tell me about that one. So what has actually changed? Well, I argued that the military is a better place right now. She said, prove it. I said, what do you mean prove it? Ask people in the military. There's a, more, a greater sense of pride. There's a greater sense of pride amongst the military. She said, are you sure of that? Or is that just PR coming out of Kelly Conway's office? You know, when I was pressed to tell her, what has been achieved under this Republican administration? I didn't have many answers. I know as a Californian, I'm paying higher taxes. That's all I know. That's all I know. I know I will never vote for a socialist Democrat, ever. I was, I was once a social worker. I know what it leads to. I also studied the history of the Soviet Union. I know where these policies lead. I understand that Bernie Sanders is closer to what the Democrats actually believe which is that anyone who does well in this society is evil. I understand the danger of that. But that does not mean that I don't see which way the wind blows. And the winds are shifting. They're shifting all right. And they may not be shifting in our favor. And either we adjust our sails and learn to go with the wind or we'll wind up dead in the water. We cannot ignore the polls, even if they're Democrat polls. There is a chance Trump can lose. And looking at the alternatives, that should terrify you. He can lose because although you may like the tweets and the abrasiveness, they are not only wearing thin, but they're giving ammo to the enemy. The media and the left use these things constantly to highlight the negative, and it's wearing on even his most loyal supporters. Even his supporters don't want to hear it anymore. The enemy is winning by chipping away at Trump's support. And by chipping away at Trump, they're chipping away at us and they're creating voter fatigue. The constant drip, drip, drip is wearing out the base because we feel like we're being attacked. It's like you're being waterboarded with bad information about Trump every day. So you say, well, it's not him. It's their fault. That's not the point. Meanwhile, we have a major crisis at the border. Yes, it is an invasion. Democrats are even admitting that it's an invasion. But Trump seems useless 
to get anything done about the surge of illegals coming over the border. This was a strength that the Dems are highlighting as a weakness for him now. Follow what I just said. Trump's original strength was saying he was going to stem the flow of illegal aliens. Now the Dems are saying he has not done so. They just don't want the illegals here for votes. No, no, no. They want the illegals here to keep coming in to show you how weak Trump actually is. So they will wear you out with that. And next they will come at you and him with impeachment. How much of that can you take before you say, I cannot take any of this anymore and I just want a relief from it all? I want anybody but him. I can't take it anymore. Do you understand? I'm not saying that that's the position that is correct. I'm telling you the emotional position of the people. And that leads us to the Republicans. What are they doing to help? What have they done to help you in your life? Why are they standing by as the battle is taken to Trump and to the average Yeti? We're told they're conservative. and They're not. Now, you can point to the war on terror, but there have been attacks here under this president. Maybe not large scale radical Islamic attacks, but Las Vegas happened and it was a white guy with a machine gun in a Las Vegas hotel. Jews, innocent Jews, were killed at the Pittsburgh synagogue. Who did it? Not a Muslim. Not a Muslim. White guy with a handgun. San Diego synagogue shooting happened. Muslim, no. White guy. So we're talking about the border, national security, and the economy. The economy is 100% winner for him. But guess what? The polls show people don't give him credit for it. The border is a zero. You give him a report card, he gets 100 on the economy and a zero on immigration. Did you hear what I just said? Look at the whole picture. Look at the whole picture. This is the fight of our lives. Not for his life, not for his ego, not for his narcissistic uh, systems. It is for our lives. Because you see, it is not President Trump on the ballot. It is my and your agenda. And if we lose to one of these left-wing lunatics running for the demon cat nomination, it will be over for good this time. Because they have all been radicalized. They have been weaponized against the middle class, and they don't care about moderation anymore. The Democrats have been weaponized against the middle class, especially the white middle class, and they want to win at all costs, and the cost will be everything. Savage. Hey, do you live in constant pain? Cryo-freeze roll-on developed by Omax Health is what you need for triple action pain relief. Constant joint pain, back pain, muscle soreness or arthritis or arthritis. Cryo-freeze is for you. The real secret behind Cryo-freeze pain relief roll-on are its two ingredients, CBD and menthol for its soothing sensation to pain. Omax Health is offering my listeners... 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product on the entire site. Just go to OmaxHealth.com today, enter code SAVAGE, and take advantage of this incredible savings. That is OmaxHealth.com, code SAVAGE. You get 20% off CryoFreeze and any other product on their site. It's a great deal. OMAXHealth.com. Enter code SAVAGE. You get 20% off CryoFreeze itself and anything else on the site. That's OMAXHealth.com, code SAVAGE. Quinnipiac says that Trump is losing by double digits to Biden and Bernie Sanders, which we know is... Is, is rubbish. But 
The fact of the matter is, even if it's rubbish, we should ask the question because no one is invincible. No one is invincible, and Trump has some negatives that have not gone away. And the other candidates, while they have enormous negatives, they've changed their game. Sanders is too demonic to change his communist rhetoric. Biden, on the other hand, stopped bashing white males. I have the tape, which I'll play in about 10 minutes on this show. When it originally came out, he was an occasional cortex with pants. He was using the far left rhetoric attacking white males. I have the tapes. I'm running them right now through the election over and over again. But notice that Biden suddenly stopped doing that. He got a new campaign advising team and they said, play the middle ground. Don't attack. Don't take Trump's bait. So Trump calls him stupid yesterday, attacks him like a schoolyard bully. And Biden wisely doesn't take the bait and doesn't answer in kind. This is what I'm talking about. The new strategy of Biden is worrisome because it's smart. He's very smart. His campaign is very smart right now. You could say he's dumb. You, you notice how all of you who used to say he's a groper stopped saying groper because that wasn't working. Now you're going to pick up what Trump said and say he's dumb. How do you know he's dumb? Because that's what you're told to think. He's dumb. Meal has been vice president for a number of years and senator. Is that he's dumb? I don't think he's so dumb. I think maybe the electorate is dumber than you may think. So I'm a little concerned here. I don't like the trends. I don't like the, you know what I don't like personally? I don't like that Trump has not really come up to the job in some ways, personality-wise. Now, look, I have the same brash personality as Trump. I want to be very clear about it, but I am a talk show host. I am not the leader of the free world. What I say on these airwaves is one thing, but if I were in public office, I certainly wouldn't say the same things that I'm saying on this radio show. Because I'm then speaking to a whole different audience and the world. So what you have to do is modify your rhetoric, pull in your horns, as they say, and become presidential. But we have the same man who ran for office in 2016. Now, many of you think that's charming. Many of you love it. You like his bellicose ways. You like the vanity. You like the ego. You like the narcissism. You like the strutting. I, I understand that. But at a certain point, it starts to wear thin for people. And I'm worried that a lot of women in particular and those considered to be independents are not as in love with Trump as they were in 2016. That is what I am worried about. And the reason that I offer any questions at all is because I am not the beached whale. I do not have shoe polish on my soul. I do not, have, do not know how to lick boots. I do not know how to carry water. The beached whale is getting me sicker by the day. The beached whale, three hours a day is a PR machine for the president. It's actually sickening to listen to. I don't understand how this can go on. I don't know how an intelligent man can spend three hours of his every waking day licking the boots of any man on this earth. I do not understand it. And I start to wonder if this beached whale is not trying to destroy talk radio itself. The same man who raised up all ships with a rising tide, God bless him for that, I think is now sinking all ships. And I see the ratings. And let me tell you something, no matter what anyone is telling you, while CNN's ratings have collapsed, so have Fox's ratings collapsed. I have them in my hand. Yes, Fox News is down 25% compared to the same week last year. It's true, CNN is down 55, but Fox is down 25. And if you think the beached whale is up this year, you have another guest coming. He is down from last year. Because the people can only take so much of the same thing every damn day. Do you really have time to go to the post office? I don't. Look, we're all busy. 
Do you have time for traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? No. No, you don't. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. You see, Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Can you believe this? Well, you ought to, because Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Now, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, that's right, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. No trip to the post office. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Now listen, right now my listeners get a special offer, which includes a four-week trial plus free postage and, listen to this, a digital scale without any long-term commitment. You heard me right. All you got to do is go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Savage Nation. Stamps.com, click on the mic at the top, type in Savage Nation. That's Stamps.com, enter Savage Nation. In English common law, not codification law, common law, back in the late 1300s, so many women were dying at the hands of their husbands because they were a chattel, just like the cattle or the sheep, that the court of common law decided they had to do something about the extent of the death. So you know what they said? No man has a right to chastise his woman with a rod thicker than the circumference of his thumb. This is English jurisprudential culture, a white man's culture. It's got to change. It's got to change. That was the racist uh, lingo of Biden from March of 2019, attacking white males. He was identical to occasional cortex, uh, Congresswoman Talab, Congresswoman Omar attacking whites. He had picked up the disease and the infection, and that was in March. But yet something has changed recently with uh, Biden. He has new managers, new advisors. They told him to stop bashing white males, moron. A, because you're as white as the driven snow. B, because you need the white males to get elected, moron. And right now we're trying to make believe we don't hate them. So what you got to do, moron, is make believe you don't hate white males anymore. Start to sound like them, talk like them, walk like them. Be Joe Sixpack. Tell him you came from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Tell him your father worked as a blue-collar guy. Joe, stop bashing white males. You're not occasional cortex. Okay, so he stopped. And even though you think he cannot beat Trump... I am asking you if he can be Trump, given that he has new advisors who are steering him to the center rather than to the left. Remember, he's a politician. He will say whatever he needs to say he thinks will get him elected. In March, it was bashing white males. That was the flavor of the month. It was against white males. This month, it's saying nothing. They found out that him saying nothing is better than him saying something. And contrary to that, and I'm trying to tell you this, is that if Trump learned the same lesson, his poll numbers would go up. But he's not listening to me. He's listening to other people. 
Trump has to stop tweeting and Trump should be seen less and heard less. The less we hear from Trump, the better. Not more, less. It's the old adage, less is more. He's got to become more stealthy and stop being the Trump that we elected in 2016 because we have changed. He has changed. The country has changed. Moreover, he has not delivered on many of his major core promises. And every time he speaks in a bellicose manner, we are reminded that he did not deliver on the border. He did not deliver on the border. Do you understand that that was the signature issue of Donald Trump, which was the border? His signature issue, I have the speeches going back, was close the border. We'll stop the illegals. You remember you idiots were chanting, build that wall, lock her up, build that wall, lock her up, build that wall, lock her up. Well, now the MAGA people are not chanting, build that wall anymore. You're not even chanting, build that speed bump. I don't hear you chanting, build that bump, build that bump, build that bump. You're not chanting anymore, are you? What are you chanting now? What are you chanting now? And those were positive statements, build that wall. What are the negatives now? Attacking Joe Biden, making a mockery of him the way you made a mockery of Hillary. I'm warning you, as his core base, that that is the wrong direction. He won because he had a positive message. He was going to save this country by stopping the flood of illegal aliens. Remember he talked about the contraband? Have we heard that recently? Remember we heard about the opioid uh, epidemic? Have you heard about that recently? Where'd that go? All the opio- all of the people addicted to the opioids have suddenly gotten better. What, how did, what happened to that uh, epidemic? It went away? So, you know, things are not exactly perfect. I know he has enough enemies out there, and you're saying, how dare you criticize him? You're falling into the enemy camp. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm not a PR agent for Donald Trump. I never have been, and I never will be. I backed him for a year straight because I believed in him, and I will vote for him. However, that does not mean I worship him, and that does not mean that I work for him. That does not mean I have to say everything he does is perfect. No man is perfect. No man is perfect. Only God is perfect. I worship only God. I worship no man. All men are fallible. All humans will fail us. It goes back to Eve when she bit into the apple. All humans are fallible. That includes Donald Trump. And the fact of the matter is, to worship a man is a very dangerous thing in a democracy. In a republic such as as ours, we are not supposed to worship a man. I said the same thing when Obama was president. I was resenting the worship. I don't like the worship of politicians. It is a very dangerous trend. And I'll tell you something else I don't like. And I'll say it right now, and I'll say it over and over again. The constant refrain of fake news is extremely dangerous. And let me explain why it's very dangerous. You want to hear why it's very dangerous? Because it could apply to our side of the aisle just as well. How much of what you hear on the right side of the aisle is fake news? Well, you don't know. You think it's all true? They're all false and we're all true? The way to defeat arguments is to actually argue with those presenting the arguments, not to say fake news. And if you don't have an argument to defeat the opposition, and all you do is revert back to uh, a statement of fake news, you're not really winning the argument. <clears throat> it becomes a sort of witch hunt, the same kind of witch hunt that's being applied to him. You can't attack all the news and call it fake news when it's all not fake news. That's absurd. And what happens is if a Democrat should win, whether it be in the next election, God forbid, or after that, finally America shifts back the other way, and it will happen, 
Don't fool yourself. It's happening. It could happen as soon as 2020. It may happen in 2024. It happened during the congressional elections. If we start shifting to the left and they get power, more power than they have now, they will say that anyone on the right side is delivering fake news and they will try to shut us down as Twitter is doing, as Facebook is doing, as all of these other sites are doing under the uh, dictators who run these sites. They will shut us down as sure as I'm sitting here. They will not need a fairness doctrine. They will simply need the power that they already have by saying it's fake news. We don't like it. We're closing it down. Google does it. Twitter does it. Facebook does it. They're out of control with their power. Of course, that's a separate story I talked about yesterday, which I'm not going to talk about today. But the minute you start saying that your opponents are delivering fake news without debating them, you are entering a twilight zone that we may never come out of. Do you understand this yet? Boy, I hope you do. All right, Raphael in El Paso, line two. Raphael, thank you. You win a copy of A Savage Life. What's on your mind? Greetings, Dr. Savage. I am calling from ground zero of the invasion that's taking place in America right now. Uh, We have illegal aliens coming out of the El Paso sewers, coming up through manholes. Uh, This is how they're getting through. Um, I can only compare this uh, to the barbarians at the gates when Rome fell, and we are in the same situation as Rome was in the past. And I just don't see uh, the situation getting any better, even with President Trump uh, talking to the Mexican president. I don't think the situation is going to get better for America. Neither do I, and I'm starting to come to the conclusion that both parties want the illegals here. That's the conclusion I have come to. I believe that the Republican powers that be have won and taken over the Trump campaign with regard to many issues, primarily illegal immigration, which has now been swept under the rug and we're supposed to just ignore it. Meanwhile, the cities are being overrun. Congo, people from the Congo in Africa with Ebola are now coming into America. You know that, don't you, right? Yes, uh, I'm I'm aware of that, and they came through El Paso. (laughs) Do you know that there are hospitals that are overwhelmed? They cannot treat the Ebola cases that are coming in. You've got Africans with Ebola coming through the Mexican border. This is under Donald Trump. Now, what would happen if this was happening under Barack Obama? I want to know what the right wing would be saying now. I wonder what the conservatives would be saying now. I wonder what the beach whale and his acolytes would be saying now if this was happening under Obama. You can just imagine the screams and the yells. But we're hearing nothing from them. How come they themselves don't ever talk about the invasion? You know, uh, I think if this was happening under Barack Obama, I know this is going to sound weird, but there would uh, more would be done to stop it. Thank you. It was happening. That's why I think that we've been neutralized. I have a terrible feeling we've been neutralized by the Republican Party. The Republican Party, if you look back in the election under Jeb Bush, wanted these open borders and they have it now. I believe that they have taken control of the Trump administration and they're running it exactly as they would if Jeb Bush was in that White House. That is my opinion right now. I thank you, Raphael. Again, a copy of Savage Life. A Savage Life goes out to you. I know you're going to enjoy it. Let me take one quick call again. We're getting so many calls. Bill in Detroit, line three. Go ahead. What's on your mind, Bill? Dr. Savage, I appreciate the criticism of Trump, and I wish the beach whale cartel would lend some more of that criticism towards him, and then we might actually get some work done on the wall. Thank you very much. 
Can I be the only voice of outrage left in conservative talk radio? Where the hell have all the others gone? Exactly. But to your point of real progress being made, you're in California. I'm in Detroit. You know, I see the reinvestment in the auto plants. I see my buddies who work in these auto plants, our skilled trades. They're working 12 days a week or 12 hour days. Thank God he gets 110 percent on the economy, 110 percent on the economy. If I were grading him as a teacher, he gets an A plus on the economy. He gets an F on immigration. F on immigration, A-plus on the economy. You want to go down the list? I'm keeping score. Are you? Yeah. Well, thank you. Let me tell you something. Healthy criticism is the sign of a healthy democracy. And silence is the sign of a dictatorship. Savage. Hey, do you wish that that ugly double chin would just disappear? Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, people, see it. Your jawline, it tells your age. I'm sorry. Here's Robin from Lubbock, Texas. She said, I put GenuCell jawline cream on my neck two or three days ago. This is the best my neck has looked in 20 years. People told me my face looks young. I'm blown away, she says. With Chamonix MDL technology, GenuCell's brand new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin on the neck area for tight, healthy, younger-looking skin. You'll see your mirror smile back at you or 100% of your money back, no questions asked. Call now and the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness is free with your order. Text SAVAGE to 77453. Text SAVAGE for those free gifts. Text SAVAGE to 77453. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell Immediate Effects is also yours for free. No double chin, no turkey neck, and no sagging jawline, because no one needs to know your age. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Or text SAVAGE to 77453. Get your two free gifts and free shipping now. Text SAVAGE to 77453 or visit com. Text SAVAGE to 77453 or com. The president is literally an existential threat to america for three reasons all right let's One, stop right there see now when you hear words like existential threat uh you know that he doesn't know what he's talking about that was again written for for him by somebody well yeah, existential threat what does that mean it means nothing it means nothing but it sounds suddenly he's intellectually inte- you know way up there now existential threat when netanyahu said that iran was an existential threat to israel he was telling the truth because if iran were to invade israel with three million men cannon fodder over the border would be an existential threat that's an existential threat the mexicans who are letting the folks from central america guatemala el salvador etc come over our border that's an existential threat what do i mean by existential threat we have an existential threat with the border being broken open that's an existential threat it means our existence is threatened and if you don't see that I'm sorry, you're not seeing reality. People write, hopefully the tide has not shifted as much as we may fear. Ari Eden continues, nevertheless, the lack of border enforcement and the Dems drawing up more hysteria and hatred among their psychotic base is concerning for sure. That's why we fear for the future of our once great nation. Then you Pollock tweets, with the recent acceleration of censorship on social media, yes, absolutely, Trump could lose. Now, you think that Jack Dorsey, at Twitter, Mark 
whatever, I can't remember, Zuckerberg and the other one at his company, Facebook, you think that they're just censoring people because they find it offensive? No, they're trying to swing the election towards a Democrat. And so since these platforms are a primary form of communication for millions upon millions of Americans today, the government needs to step in and make sure that these companies are immediately put under the banner of a federal agency that can monitor them in a fair manner like the FCC. I've told you that before. It's it's not rocket science. You make Twitter and Facebook and the other outlets exactly what they are, the equivalent of a TV station or a radio station, and they become under the banner and controlled by and follow the rules of the FCC. Why haven't you seen that happen? Why have you not seen Google, Facebook, and Twitter put under the umbrella of the FCC, which could be done with the stroke of a pen. Why? Because they have so much money. They have bought as many congressmen as you can probably imagine. That's called lobbying. Congressmen are cheaper to buy than a woman of the night on Ellis Street in San Francisco, I hear. They cost less and they last longer. That's how much a congressman costs to buy today. Less than a woman of the night on the cheapest street in your town. The woman of the night may be with you for 20 or 30 minutes. The congressman who you schmear off is with you for a much longer time. You pay once and you own them forever. And that is why there has been no move to grab these social network companies, which are bigger than most governments, and put them under the control of the Federal Communications Commission. Because the congressmen who are supposed to do their job are being done. That's all I have to say at this time on The Savage Nation. I hope you've enjoyed the show. It was a little impassioned. Topic was, can Biden be Trump? The answer is, let's not get too cocky and arrogant. Let me tell you something. Pride cometh before a fall. If you haven't learned that, you haven't learned anything. The Westwood One Podcast Network.